Coffee and Bible Time podcast. For those that may be listening for the first time, our podcast is an offshoot from our main platform, YouTube. Our channel is called Coffee and Bible Time, where our goal is to help people delight in God's Word. We also have a website and storefront with Bible studies, prayer journals, courses, and more. Before we get started, a word from this week's sponsors. I'm Mentor Mama, and today we're going to be talking about goal setting for 2023 and how we can stay focused and set attainable goals that we will want to stick with long after January. Our guest today, Rebecca George, author of the new book that's going to be releasing this spring called Do the Thing, Gospel-Centered Goals, Gumption, and Grace for the Go-Getter Girl, is here to help us build a firm foundation for our New Year's goals and to help us stick to them and to accomplish what we set out to do on January 1st. We'll also be discussing why setting spiritual goals alongside our other goals is so important in the new year. Rebecca is the founder of Radical Radiance, a podcast community where listeners are equipped to blend what they love with the Jesus who makes them shine. She is a podcaster, speaker, writer, and certified career coach whose greatest joy in life is discipling others to pursue their passions in a way that builds the kingdom. In her free time, you can find her running outside, writing, or trying a new recipe with Garth Brooks playing in the background. Please welcome Rebecca. Oh, Ellen, thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be with you. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here. We share a common interest. I love to cook too. What's the last recipe oh. you made? Oh man. So I'm going to be real honest. Me and my husband moved about three months ago. My husband's a pastor. So everything you're you're thinking when I say that of getting settled in a new community and in a new home oh. and walking through the holidays has just gotten us a little bit out of our rhythm Yeah, trying new recipes. But yeah. Saying all of that gave me a second to think that we did make this new recipe around the holidays where you take, it wasn't phyllo dough. It was, what's the other one? Puff pastry. We took mm -hmm. puff pastry and cubed up. I want to say it was Fontina cheese and Gruyere. Ooh. And then there were some herbs and, um, and things that you put, you arrange in the puff pastry and you bake it almost as like an appetizer for a party. And it was a half-baked harvest recipe. If you follow her on Instagram. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, it was something you from her. Wrong. You can't go wrong with her. You can't go <laughs> wrong with cheese and puff pastry. Yeah. So it was, it's the first thing that comes to mind that we made a couple of times and took to parties and things this holiday season. So that was uh. fun. That sounds wonderful. Well, it's a joy to have you here. Let's talk about goal setting. What is goal setting and how can it help us set the intentions for a new year? I, I love that you use the term set our intentions, right? I think it is very easy, at least for a girl like me, who every personality test I've ever taken has told me that I'm an achiever. <laughs> it's very easy for me to walk into a new chapter, a new year with, with all sorts of excitement. 
about what God could do this year, about what I could focus on. But I think setting our intention and really above anything, talking to the Lord about where he wants us Mm -hmm. to focus our time and attention and, and energy this season really matters a whole lot as we turn this page to a new year and really spending just time in his word and time in prayer, really discerning and, and asking for wisdom in that um, is, is a great place to start. So I love that that's where you're starting the year here on the podcast, mm-hmm. because I think it's, it's easy for us to get excited about what God could do and, and what this year could hold. But I think asking for his wisdom and really spending some time sitting down and, and laying out what that could look like and what our priorities are for this year and how we live in accordance to all of that, um, that takes intention. And, and I think the way that we're still faithfully taking those steps of obedience in October, right. And, um, and being faithful to what, you know, we sense God's calling us to do it. It starts with those types of things. And so I think that that is a great place for us to start in terms of what goal setting could look like from a more biblical perspective than what we might see out in the world. And, you know, we see a lot on social media. We see a lot out in the world about what it looks like to act with courage, to go do the thing, to achieve our goals. But Um, As followers of Christ, what does it look like for us to seek his wisdom in that and then live, live that out in accordance to what he tells us? Yeah, I I completely concur, starting with prayer and and, and just uh, seeking God's wisdom is so crucial to starting the new year. Well, what do you think is the best way that we can prioritize our goals in 2023. Yeah. I think that right now is a great time to really, you know, maybe, maybe it's blocking two or three hours that you go to a coffee shop with just your planner, your Bible, maybe a journal, and you really sit with the Lord and, and think through, okay, what would you have my priorities to be? Right. And sometimes when we might feel that we are sensing from God, okay, this is where you are are taking me this year. It's easy to get overwhelmed by that, mm-hmm. right? And that's a very real part of we're imperfect people, this side of heaven, and, and we're faithfully taking next steps and following him, but that we do that imperfectly. And so in our, our overwhelm, maybe that you might be feeling as you listen to this episode, I think really sitting with him and, and, and thinking through, okay, if the goal is to start a podcast this year, just as an example, we're both podcasters, we can Mm -hmm. relate to that. Well, if I'm overwhelmed by this dream, God's given me of, of this podcast idea, you know, what if I break it down into smaller steps, right? I can't start a podcast without a microphone. So let's, let's get a microphone. Let's sit and have some strategy around, okay, God, what's your vision for this? What are, what do you want me to center this message around? And and what does that look like in terms of how many episodes a month am I going to do? And let's dream about what that could look like and really put some feet to it. And I don't know about you, Ellen, but for me, when I take steps like that and just take the time to really break down a goal, 
and a priority, many times, most times, it takes a lot of the overwhelm away. Does that happen with you? Yes. Oh, absolutely. In fact, we use this um, tool called Nifty. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's I like haven't. A, oh my goodness. It's a, it's like a project management tool and it really helps you break it down, set milestones. Yeah. And yeah, you can't see your progress until you check off all these things you need to do to get there. And so, yes, I can relate. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so good. I'll have to check it out. Learn what theology is and how to study God within the Bible in course number seven of our In-Depth Bible Study Academy. In this academically built course, you will learn the tools to study God's character and nature within a Bible passage and how to grow closer to God relationally through Bible study. This course titled Theology, Knowing God Through In-Depth Bible Study is packed with teaching lessons, homework, quizzes, and a resource list for personal study. Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. Well, some people love goals and some really want to love goals, but they strive, they compare, and then they stop reaching for their goals. So how can we stay consistent in this new year to stick with it? Yeah, there are so many things that come in the way of us taking those faithful next steps, right? And as I say that, your listeners could probably name all of them, right? It's fear, it's comparison, it's insecurity, it might be doubt. And so I think, you know, we see such a case in scripture for not looking to the right or to the left. And and I think we're doing a lot of that in Mm -hmm. our society today. And so, you know, the challenge might be different from person to person, whether it's, it's fear or fear of man or comparison, envy, all of those things. And in all of it, I think is this root of this understanding about the character of God that we have to kind of wrap our arms around. And it's something that the Lord and I have been talking a lot about, and he's been teaching me in a, in a fresh way in the last few months. And it's this character of God that he he is limitless, right? He Mm -hmm. is in all of his ways. He is limitless. The problem that we face this side of heaven is we're not right. We are not. And because of that, we, we bump into a lot of what you're saying, striving comparison. And a lot of the things that happen when we or trying to compare, you know, my lane to your lane, right? Like Ellen, we both have podcasts. We both serve completely different audiences to the glory of God, right? Mm -hmm. And I celebrate that in you. I celebrate what God is doing in you and the, the influence he's given you to help women get in their Bibles and spend time with the Lord and in community. And, And that is a beautiful thing. He's called you to a similar work of going and making disciples as me, but it looks different. 
right? Mm -hmm. And if we would do more celebrating of that than we do comparing, I think it would be um, a lot easier for us to not get stuck in that comparison trap. But, But whatever it is that you might be coming to this episode struggling with today, I think that biblical truth of his limitlessness changes us, right? And, and the truth that comes next after that is that we have limits. And because of that, we can't do everything. And that takes wisdom and discernment from him to know what we prioritize and what we don't and what we give up and lay down and pick up and all of those things. Mm -hmm. And so as we walk into the new year, that's, that is one of the things I know I'm talking to the Lord about is, okay, what am I going to start doing? What am I going to stop doing? What am I going to continue doing? Those are three great questions to ask as you're walking through this process of setting your goals. And so, um, so again, I think, I think that's the truth we have to point ourselves back to as we're walking through setting our goals. Mm-hmm. And sort of the sticking with it part of it, would you suggest like people, you know, you review your goals once a month or quarterly or? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is where setting goals that are measurable really helps, right? Because if we don't say it out loud and have something that we're actually running toward, we'll never know if we get there. Yeah. (laughs) So I think really making sure that our goals are measurable. And also I do think a a monthly cadence is a really good rhythm to get in of reevaluating. One is this working, right? Is this Mm -hmm. in line with where God's still leading me? Because that can change. You and I have both experienced that, I'm sure, in our lives where what we intended to do in January, you know, maybe in August it shifted, right? Mm-hmm. And and so we we have to be sensitive to that as well. And so I think reevaluating, is it working? And what do I need to continue to make progress and move forward in this as the year progresses? And um you know, the answers to those questions really kind of help us continue to break down, continuing to be faithful throughout the remainder of the year. So yeah, I think that is, that's a great thing to call out and make sure that we're doing along the way. Well, how do we invite God into our goal planning process? I think sometimes people just don't even know, like, what does that look like? There might be someone listening who's like, I just don't even know what that means or how to do it. Mm. Yeah, I love that question. And that conversation matters a whole lot to me because we see a lot out in the world of, again, like we said at the beginning of the episode, there's a lot out there about goal planning and and walking through this process. I think where sometimes we miss the boat as believers is like you're saying, inviting God into it. And we see such a case in scripture of, of you know, in the book of Ephesians, he has assignments planned out for us long ago and and we are his workmanship and he created us for good works that he prepared long ago for us. And and so we see scriptures like that and we then look to the world for advice on how to do it. Right. And so I think inviting God into that process matters and how do we do it? I think there's also intention in that of sitting and thinking okay, how has God given me gifts and talents, this side of heaven? 
and let's celebrate him for that. Right. Mm -hmm. And how do we use that for his glory? And there's sort of a little bit of a, a process I take people through in my book that I think is, is really simple, but it could be a piece of your goal setting this year. And it's this idea of a Venn diagram. Do you remember Venn diagrams? Yes. Okay. Well, there's this exercise that I have started doing and it's given me a lot of clarity in my goal planning and it is identifying what really matters, what really matters to me, right? What are the gifts and talents I feel, I feel called to use in this season? What, what am I passionate about? And then second, what matters to God? Like, what do we see a case for in his word that really matters to him what is his character and and asking God to reveal more of himself to us in that? And then what matters to other people? Like, what are some needs in the world that I feel called to meet this year? And what are some of those goals that I want to work towards? And there's an intersection point in all of that, right? Where does what matters to me and matters to God and matters to other people intersect Mm-hmm. And how do I live in a way that I'm able to meet some of those needs in a way that brings God glory? And so that might be a helpful exercise to walk through if you're needing clarity in how to invite God into that process. That is such a great suggestion. And I was looking at your diagrams in your new book. Yeah. And those are really, really helpful in just a different way to approach it that takes all three of those things into consideration. Yeah. Well, you you talk about when we find ourselves in seasons of overwhelm that sometimes it isn't more time that we need, but just better systems. Mm -hmm. So how can we incorporate better systems into our goal planning? I love that. I think like we talked about many times, we walk into a goal with such excitement that we, it's not that, you know, we're not capable of, of taking time to strategize around the smaller steps and things like that. It's just that we don't. Right. And so I think Again, you started the episode with this idea of setting our intention for the year. And so, you know, there are so many systems out there. I think the the heart of the question here and the heart of what we have to do as we walk into the new year of planning our goals is just find something that works for you, right? You described to me a project management system that you use that you love that works for you. I have one of my own, right? I love Trello. I've used Trello for Mm. several years to plan out my podcast production calendar and several other projects. And even as I was writing my book, I organized it in Trello. Yep. And, and that's a system that just happens to work for me. So Ellen, you and I could sit here and probably name 10 other things that people could try. And that in and itself could get overwhelming, right? Yeah. And sometimes even a system uh, and and that's, I think, a, a key indicator that it's not working. If your system overwhelms you, it's not the right system for you. No, right. Right. And so I think whether it's a paper planner, don't apologize if you're a paper planner kind of girl. That's me. My my daily planning, I still do in a paper planner and I love it. And, I, you know, for things like this, I, I do have a Google calendar that I rely on for links and things like that. But just 
the overall organization of my day. I still do in a daily planner and, and I love that and it works for me. And so I think my advice above anything is two things. You need a system, but you need a system that works for you. And that's mm -hmm. going to be different for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I wanted to just let our listeners know, and we'll, I'll put a link below, but I actually got my daughter Taylor this year for Christmas. It's called the Clever Fox Planner. And okay. what I loved about it is it does call out like all these different categories to think about as you're setting goals. Mm. And, um, Another thing that I loved about it was that it's not dated. So like you'll put in your own date. so freeing. Yeah, it's so freeing because I think sometimes we feel guilty like, oh, I went, you know, five days and I didn't put anything down in this planner. I've just wasted all this. Um, so just a little tip. Um, in I fact, I saw her working and she was like writing everything in there. And then I'm like, I'm getting one of those. I'm getting one of those. <laughs> and so I was like, she was so excited to set all of her goals and everything. Oh, well, I love that. Um, the other thing too that I just wanted to mention too, and, and I you hit on it right towards the beginning, and that was making sure that your um, goals are measurable. And I think sometimes like we might say, well, my goal this year is to love others better. Well, then what does that look like? You said, break it mm. down and like really be intentional about um, how am I going to do that? Yeah. I'm going to start with my family. I'm going to start with my husband and my children and, yeah. or, and then what are specific ways and things? So yeah. And um, I've even Ellen went so far in that area, if it's loving others better, there's nothing wrong with sitting down and thinking, okay, what does, what does that actually mean in mm -hmm. the context of my year? So if it's first loving my family and my children better, what does it look like for me to have maybe twice a month, if you're raising kids and babysitters mm -hmm. are expensive to have a date night with my husband, how do I prioritize that? What does that then look like in our budget to set aside that money, to be able to make that happen, to prioritize that time. And maybe it's friendship. Maybe it's a desire for community. Okay. So that might look like inviting a friend over for coffee. It's not complicated, right? Yeah. Make a pot of coffee and invite a friend over, spend time in the word or, or just spend time, you know, in prayer for each other. And so I do think it is saying out loud what that actually means for your daily life this year. And so I love that you, I love that you call that out. Yeah. Well, let's shift gears a little bit because I want to talk about the importance of setting spiritual goals alongside yes. all these other goals, you know, like we have weight less or getting organized or exercising more, but let's talk about spiritual goals. I love it. So I, I do think as we start a new year, um, I don't know about you, but I sometimes will have so much motivation that I don't think through, okay, what's actually practically possible yes. for the rhythms of my life. And I'm also not great at giving grace to myself mm -hmm. <laughs> when it comes to spiritual goals. Right. And so for instance, 
I, a couple years ago, bought the Bible recap and started going through, have you ever tried the Bible recap? No, I haven't heard of that. Okay. So it is done by an author named Tara Lee Cobble. She leads a community through all of scripture chronologically every mm. year. And there's a book that goes along with, there's a book and a podcast and the book gives you sort of a two page, here's the nuts and bolts of what happened. And here's what we sort of take away from that and what it teaches us about God and how we live differently because of, because of that. And so I was so excited because I just never seen a resource that was quite that in depth every day that could, you know, you felt like mm. somebody was walking through it with you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so my hope was to obviously walk through that in one year. Right. And there are just moments where you just want to camp out a little bit in one part of scripture. Right. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And so while I'm not dissing your Bible in a year plans at all. I think it's a great thing if you've never done it before, mm -hmm. but I also think, um, giving grace for ourselves of like, if God prompts us to stop in a certain place, if we're, you know, if, if it's a Bible reading plan, that's one of our, our spiritual goals, uh, if that's okay. Time with him in his word is, is a beautiful thing, no matter how slow or fast it, it goes. Right. And so I think those are a couple of things that I know I bump up against when it comes to spiritual goals, but I also think it's, it's finding those moments and rhythms in our days that we are the least distracted when it comes to, you know, if it's getting involved in a small group, if it's spending more quality time in prayer, in, in the word, um, I know for me, there are real practical things that I have to do when I prioritize that, like it matters where I sit. I cannot sit at my desk where I work all day long mm. and expect to spend quality time with the Lord. Yeah. Um, the chair I'm actually sitting in right now is often the chair I will sit in when I read my Bible because it's on the other side of the room from my laptop and my phone. Mm. And my phone is the other biggest distraction that I have to leave behind when I'm spending time in the word. And so I think, you know, whatever those things are for you, as you think about your spiritual goals and what that looks like, finding a way to put some guardrails up against those things that might take us away um, will really be helpful. Yes. Oh, that's, that's a really great tip that I think people need to, to take into consideration and give yourself grace, give yourself yeah. grace. Well, how can we know that our goals are actually in line with what God's plan is mm. for our lives? Yeah. That's the million million dollar question, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, I think that is what I am spending time asking the Lord about. That is what I hope and pray is, as we walk through the word and through the message of this book that we continue asking him as what have you given me to steward in this season? What have you placed right in front of me. That's obviously a part of your plan, right? Mm -hmm. I'm married to my husband, Dustin, serving him faithfully as his wife and walking alongside him in ministry. He's a lead pastor mm -hmm. that will never not be a part of my calling. Yes. And one of my top 
major priorities, right? Mm -hmm. So starting kind of at the top of what are some of those things that are not going to change? And am I being faithful in those things? Like foundational level, let's start there. And then beyond that, vocationally, what does that look like in our community? What has God placed before us? That is a very obvious thing that we are to faithfully take steps forward and, and bring God glory in, in another way. And so again, I think we, we name it out loud and we, we talk to the Lord about it and, um, we're also willing for that to change. I think that's something that we don't talk about enough, right? Right. Right. As seasons change, as we have children, as our children exit the house and we're an empty nester in different seasons, those priorities will shift and change. And that's a beautiful part of our lives, this side of heaven. And sometimes there's grief in that and that's okay. Right. But walking with the Lord and really asking for his discernment of, okay, I'm sensing that this assignment might be coming to a close. I need, I need your peace in that. I need clarity in that. And, um, and he, he's faithful to give us that the book of James tells us he will give us wisdom liberally without reproach if we ask him for it. And I'm so thankful for that promise. And, um, so I do think it it is, um, flexing that wisdom discernment muscle as we, uh, continue to to walk out a life of faithfulness and be willing to keep our hands open of, okay, Lord, I'm sensing that this is shifting. Give me your wisdom, give mm-hmm. me your eyes and help me know where to spend my time. Right. And, you know, I'm glad that you're sort of giving people that flexibility and freedom because I try to think of it in terms of how God is not bound by time. Mm. Yet we set these like one year goals. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that we think they need to be done between here and here. And yeah, um, I think it's, it is good that um, we can be flexible and be willing to change. And mm. um, however the Lord leads. Well, as we start to kind of wrap things up here, um, what would you say for the person that struggles with setting goals? What advice can you give them to set clear and attainable goals for 2023? Yeah, so good. I, um, I think one of the challenges to someone who, who doesn't enjoy maybe setting goals or it, it's maybe a challenge for them is probably the intention piece. And that's, I love that that's where we started and really centered the conversation on. And so sometimes it's just hard for us to stop long enough to really be intentional about this mm-hmm. process. And so that's where I would say, again, going back to whether it's, you know, you're a stay at home mama and during nap time tomorrow, you take that time and you sit down and you really sift through what God might be, you know, calling you to do this year, or maybe you're a school teacher and during your planning period, you know, you've, you've had this thing on your heart and, and you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that, and you just need to spend some time with intention, um, asking the Lord for what he has for that and then living in accordance to that and and setting those priorities. And so I do think everything about the conversation comes back to intention and being willing to set aside the time to figure out what that looks like for your year and um, 
I think sometimes we get frustrated with goals because we're not real sure if, if we're doing it right or we're doing enough. Mm -hmm. And so I, I do think that comes back to real clear, measurable goals. And so, um, you know, it might be helpful as well to invite somebody into that process, right? Mm -hmm. If you're, maybe you take that nap time tomorrow and you brainstorm and then you take that to your husband and say, okay, here's sort of what I'm sensing God's calling me to do this year. Does this feel doable for our family? Does Mm -hmm. this seem in line with, you know, what, what you're sort of thinking? And, um, if you're not married, maybe it's setting aside some time with a friend or a trusted mentor to kind of walk through that with. And, um, I think there's power in inviting others into the conversation as well. They see things that you might not see and God might use that in a whole new way. Absolutely. You know what? That is exactly what I was thinking too. And again, I'll go back to Taylor. Like, I think I'm not normally, that's just not within me to like set goals and have do all those types of things. But when I saw her doing it, and she is, she's always been like that ever since she Mm -hmm. was young. And, but seeing her do it. And so maybe, yeah, having a partner who, who you can, Mm. um, motivates you to, to think about goals. And because there is something really so rewarding about setting goals and achieving them and, and looking back at your life and, uh, at the end of the year, I don't know. Do you reflect like at the end of the year on your goals for that year? And I do. Yeah. And you know, 2022 was such a big year for our family. And I think sometimes you can walk into a new year, almost already overwhelmed and behind in, in what you're feeling. And then the other day I stopped and I, I looked back at some of my goals and And I was just so thankful for all God did last year. I edited a book. My family moved. We bought a house. We're getting settled in a new community. And and it was such a full time. And although there are things that I'm looking forward to working on this year, um, 2022 was what God saw fit for me and my husband. and, And I'm thankful for that. And so I think looking back as we, you know, if you're listening to this episode later and you're coming in on this at the back of a year, really taking some time to look back in gratitude of what God has done, mm-hmm. um, kind of helps at least me take a deep breath and go, Oh, okay. God is in control. A lot happened this year and, um, it encourages me of what God might do, you know, in the future. So, yes, absolutely. Well, tell us about your new book coming out in April of this year. Oh man, I'm, I'm so excited to share this message with women and Mm -hmm. it has been sort of the heartbeat of my ministry for many years. And I have a friend that, uh, she made a statement. It always sticks with me. And I think it's true of this book. She said, if, if I got to write no other book, this would be my, like, if I got hit by a bus book, right. (laughs) And, and that's the way I feel about do the thing. If I Mm. got hit by a bus tomorrow and I did not get to write another book and share another message with women, this is the one that I would, I would want to share. And so I'm so excited for women to begin to see their gifts and talents from a more gospel centered perspective. I think there's a lot out in the world about, goal setting about chasing our calling and and those types of things that I have found 
have not been rooted in a biblical perspective. And so my prayer is to start having those conversations that are, and, um, I cannot wait to see how God uses it. And, uh, depending on when this airs, we will be doing some really fun gifts that we're giving away to those who pre-order and join the launch team for the book. There's a devotional that we're giving away, a 30 day devotional, a quiz, a Spotify playlist, just all sorts of resources that will, yes, that will walk alongside the reader as they go through the material of the book. And so, I'm looking forward to that and it's going to be a really exciting year. So uh, it sure will be. I, I thank you for giving a, me a sneak peek into the book and it is, it's going to be fantastic. Oh, so thank you, friend. stay tuned listeners. Keep that on your radar. Where, where will people be able to find out more information about you and the book? Sure. So I am probably the most active over on Instagram at Rebecca George author. And then as far as the book goes, you can go to do the thing book.org. If you're interested in getting in on any of those free pre-order gifts and the launch team. Excellent. Well, before we go, I want to ask you about some of our favorite Bible study tool questions. Oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Tell us what Bible is your kind of go-to Bible and what translation is it? Okay. I It's actually right here. So I'm going to grab it and show you. It is an ESV Bible. That is what my husband preaches from. And so it just seems mm-hmm. easiest to have that version on me when I'm, when I'm at church and studying and things like that. And so this one is actually a journaling Bible and it's interleaved. So it has a whole empty page in between every page of scripture. And I found that to be so helpful when I'm taking notes, either whether it's sermon notes or notes just in my own personal study. And so right now, this is my favorite. It's also beautiful. It is. Yeah. You know what? That is the exact Bible that my daughter Ashley uses. Love it. And yeah, that interleaved extra sheet of paper is phenomenal. It is. Absolutely phenomenal. So great. That's so cool that you use that one. I love well, it. Do you have any favorite journaling supplies or anything that you use to enhance your Bible study experience? Oh, man. I am a highlighter girl. And so I use a lot of highlighters, whether it's in reading a book, reading my Bible, all the things. Um, I'm also a journaler. I kind of, I just kind of go through fits of journaling. I don't always do it, but I have found over the years that journaling my prayers has been a really beautiful exercise and also something that's just brought me such gratitude to walk back through what God has done Mm -hmm. in my life and, and just see a a very real physical representation of that as I read back through my prayers. And I actually just a few weeks ago, read through a prayer journal that I kept in our season in Mississippi and just reading back through what I was talking to the Lord about and how he's answered some of those prayers just made me so grateful. And so that's one of the ones that's come into mind right now that has been really powerful. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What is your favorite app or website for Bible study tools? Blue letter Bible. Mm, great. You, you probably, I'm I'm trying to think of something that people probably don't say all the time. <laughs> you, probably get that, <laughs> you probably get that one a lot. 
there's also an ESV app now that I found super helpful. Um, and it, I, I don't think you can read. Is it the study it. Bible related I, to the ESV study I, Bible? I think so. I should have looked this up. Let's see. Well, we'll find it. Yep. We'll find it. A, it's called, it's called the ESV Bible. Okay. Oh. The app is. Yeah. Oh, awesome. It's great. Thank you for sharing all your inside tips there. Well, Rebecca, thank you just so much for being here today to share all of these helpful tips for goal setting and making those goals actually something attainable and hopefully that will really stick to. So thank you so much. Oh, I'm so grateful that you would have me. Thank you so much, Ellen. And for our listeners, you can pre-order Rebecca's book, Do the Thing Now. It's scheduled to release on April 4th, and it would be an excellent resource to revisit and refresh your goals and anything else that you're called to pursue in 2023. You can find the link in our show notes. I'd like to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Lastly, head over to the Coffee and Bible Time website for our prayer journals that will help guide and document your prayer life at coffeeandbibletime.com. Thank you for joining us on our podcast today. We love you all. Have a blessed day.